Weekend Breakfast with Refilo Mpakanyane on 702. At 13 minutes past eight, time to get into it, focusing on the opportunity that the April holidays uh, bring up for parents and children to um, refresh, to, uh, you know, just let off steam, let off this pressure and get ready for the new term ahead. Helping us have that conversation on the importance of fresh visual imagery to play with is Nikki Bush, a human potential parenting expert, author and speaker. Good morning, Nikki. Always a pleasure. Hello, Rufi Aware. Nikki, so this morning you want to talk about how important it is to give our brains, adults and children included, some fresh visual imagery to play with. Um, just why, expand on that, on that idea, why visual imagery is important and what do you mean by that? Okay, so what's interesting is that um, our eyes are like cameras. And they capture images every millisecond that we're awake. And our brains file them away for later use, like for creativity, for problem solving, whenever it might be. Mm. And we need color, we need texture, we need vistas, novelty and newness to excite our brains, to fill our cups and to keep us attentive. And I actually flew to Cape Town about three or four weeks ago. Mm. And when you fly... Uh, flying Joburg to Cape Town, you miss out on all the changing scenery going down. You literally pop out the other end and you're there. And I felt so empty. And last week, we drove down to Cape Town by choice Mm. instead of flying because I had to go down for a hybrid convention. And it was just wonderful to fill my cup and see all that changing scenery go by Mm. minute by minute. And I know that my... My eyes are taking photographs every few seconds and storing it away. And you see with isolation, Mm. and we've all been in isolation over the past year, combined with insular thinking, this can lead to depression, it can lead to narrow-mindedness. And so what I find at the moment is that we need to consciously broaden our experience of the world to pull ourselves out of the blues by being constructive and proactive. And it doesn't mean you have to get into a car and drive from Joburg to Cape Town. There are Absolutely many other not. ways to do this. And <laughs> just, ex- I mean, just expand on that, uh, Nikki, because, you know, you've obviously pointed to something quite key, quite important. We have been forced because of this virus to be homebound, to be indoors. And when everything is taking place online, I think most people will find that um, they are probably not leaving the one room that they wake up sort of brush their teeth and then step into and use as their office or their classroom. And it has quite an impact. And I I can relate to what you're talking about when it comes to, you know, suddenly feeling as though you're in a rut and actually snapping out of it or breaking out of that doesn't require, you know, cross-country road trip. It could just be a walk around your neighborhood. It could just be a trip down to, you know, um, hell, even the shops. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to give you some more ideas, but you're right. We've spent so much time within the four walls of our home offices or our houses and our image banks are depleted. And really for that inspired creativity, our brains depend on rich visual imagery to join the dots because that's what creativity and problem solving is all about is joining the dots from A to B or A to Z. Mm. And without that imagery, you become, um, It's a a little more difficult, put it that way. And I'm working with teachers. I'm working with 
management and expos and everybody's got the same problem. How does a child create some, you know, nice bit of creative writing mm. if they're stuck at home in four, the four walls all the time? Mm. So um, I actually came up with this idea of driving to Cape Town instead of flying. And then after that, thinking about this this whole thing of I needed more imagery, I bumped into a book I hadn't read for a long time called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Yes. And in that, she talks about <clears throat> stocking the pond and filling the well, which mm. is where I came up with that line. And she talks about filling your artistic reservoir like a well-stocked trout pond. And she says this, and I think it's so lovely before I get on to some examples. Yeah. We've got big fish, little fish, fat fish, skinny fish, an abundance of artistic fish to fry. As artists, and these are now my own words, we are all creators mm. in some form or another. We must realize that we have to maintain this artistic ecosystem. If we don't give some attention to upkeep, our well is apt to become depleted, stagnant, or blocked. Mm. And any extended period or piece of work that draws heavily on our artistic well, and I'm not talking here about people who are artists, painting and graphic designers only, Every one of us you know, has this, this need to create. Um, and she says, over tapping the well, and then in my words again, as we've all done during lockdown, mm. is like overfishing the pond and it leaves us with diminished resources. We fish in vain for the images we require. And as artists, we must learn to be self-nourishing. Isn't that just a beautiful way to put it. Mm, it is. It absolutely is. And I think uh, once again, it, you know, what she's talking about is um, being uh, being proactive as opposed to reactive. I mean, we talk so much about mental health and and wellness, and in a, in sort of a reactionary mode. And we we could stand to have more conversations about proactive approach to emotional and mental well being. It really is important. And to that point, Nikki, just really quickly, you mentioned the fact that yes, you're working with school governing bodies with exco with principals and with parents and you know there was a lot and we've spoken about this before but there was a lot of anticipation when we went into the December break um, or the December period that people couldn't wait for 2021 as though something magical would happen oh, yeah. and nothing magical <laughs> has happened we're still under lockdown we're still the whole world is still dealing with um, COVID-19 are you seeing how what are you observing or what have you what sort of feedback have you gotten when it comes to uh, children and parents sort of state of mind or resiliency I mean did you know, did the um, experience of uh, lockdown in 2020 teach us and give us the coping mechanisms for, you know, being ready for 2021? Or is there some kind of fatigue perhaps uh, setting in? Are we equipped for the second round, if you can call this year that? Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. You know, I would say people are feeling things are getting a bit long in the tooth, you know, mm. they're over it. But, you know, COVID is not done with us yet by a long shot. In sure. fact, I gave a presentation two days ago where I just explained to the audience we are actually only probably halfway through COVID. Mm. And we need to bear that in mind. And that's why we need to be so proactive sure. in this regard. And I was, um, I'm down in Neisner at the moment and I was chatting to a school principal here and they have uh, for their grades, I think they're grade 10s, they do that bush school type experience. They mm -hmm. call it the Odyssey where they take the kids out for 21 days into the bush. And they said that 
it was remarkable this year. It's always a remarkable experience, but even more intensely so this year. Mm, Because children have been shut up in their homes and to be outdoors, to be in the big, wide open spaces, to be in a multi-sensory experience of the world has just been like seeing life in technicolor for these kids. The appreciation level was even more intense than it ever has been. Mm. So let's take that as a good signal to be proactive. And if you can't go and do these sort of big odyssey type experiences or hop in the car and drive from Joburg to Cape Town, what can you do at the moment? Give us those tips. To to actually create these elements of magic, the sight, the sound, the taste, the smell, the touch. These are necessities for child development, but adults are discovering that they're important for them too. So if you're in Joburg right now, everybody's posting pictures of the cosmos at Delta Park. Mm -hmm. And what gorgeous pictures they are, right? Oh, they're in full (laughs) bloom and they are shoulder height. And if I was in Joburg right now, I'd be taking my family to go and walk through Delta Park. Mm -hmm. And somebody said to me the other day that it was the first time they had ventured outside of their suburb for one year. That's how terrified they were of the pandemic. And they went to Delta Park and it was like heaven. Isn't that just amazing? Something as simple as that. So take your work team or take your home team and go to Delta Park and see the cosmos. And... I did something else that was really visually appealing for me recently. It was something I've been promising myself I would do. Mm-hmm. The tallest building in Santon is the Leonardo Hotel. Okay, so you truly went out and about. <laughs> I did because mm-hmm. inside the Leonardo Hotel, there are 1,000 pieces of local original art. That's such a lovely idea. Now, you can go on a paid tour, which costs, 200 grand a person, which yeah. I wouldn't do with my children, of course. But a friend and I, for her birthday, she took me and we went on the tour, mm-hmm. which is about an hour long. Yeah. And they just show you some of the major pieces. Um, the rest are all in the hotel room, so you can't go and see them. But um, they're all local artists. And you can actually walk through the hotel and every piece of art has an explanation on a plaque next to it. Mm, and so they are lovely. all multi-sensory and they encourage you to touch them to feel them. A lot of them are made with, um, I mean, it's just fascinating. It's yeah. completely fascinating because the theme is the beginning of time yeah. and South Africa's history. So there's a piece that is three stories high, made with recycled plastic. You know, when you melt the plastic and mm. use it like paint. Mm. Um, and it tells you the story of South Africa's history. Over, it's three stories. You stand at the bottom and you look at this huge thing that's in Technicolor, but it is made by hand. And absolutely remarkable. You know, another piece of embroidered art yeah. that you can actually touch as well. Mm-hmm. And it, it it looks like the beginning of time. And it goes over, it must be about like 20 meters of the wall. Mm. Absolutely sure. outstanding. All right. So now that you've given us two just already mouth-watering sort of destinations and go-to activities, what else is on your list, Nikki? Because it's already sounding so compelling. Who would want to be stuck indoors? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, if you were to watch a movie or a documentary, which is completely the opposite to being outdoors, sure. the one thing that, that I would say as a family you should watch 
and it made me feel just so warm and gooey inside was the octopus teacher. <laughs> and if nothing else, I haven't. I still haven't. I feel ter- absolutely terrible because, of course, the Oscars are happening tomorrow and we know that the octopus teacher is an entrant. I can't remember the exact category. And I feel as though it's my country duty to go ahead and watch it. But I haven't. Yes. Tell me more about it. Definitely. Mm. Okay. So the octopus teacher is a documentary and it's Craig Stone takes you on a journey of the seabed and his experience with mental health issues mm. and how swimming in Hout Bay every day for a year and making friends with this octopus. And the octopus only lives for 365 days. Mm. So he knew the octopus would die at some point. And it's his connection with this creature and how their relationship develops. But you learn things about the incredible octopus and how smart they are. They are a learning creature. Mm. They learn throughout their lives to be more and more intelligent and how they defend themselves against the odds. It's remarkable. And it's so moving. I was transfixed. I was completely drawn into into this relationship and the drama and the beauty of its short life. And it was just so compelling. And I can keep revisiting what I saw. Mm. in that movie over and over again. It was just so compelling. So this is what we're after, experiences that fill that image bank that we can revisit again and draw on when we have problem solving to do or when you've got some creative stuff that we're doing because our mind feeds off that new Mm. imagery. And not only that, your soul will actually feel lighter too. So we need a lift every now and again. So the question is, when last did you stop the pond and fill the well for optimum performance beyond attending a workshop or a mm. seminar or a conference. Well, send those SMSs to 31702. When last did you fill the well and stock the pond? And if you've got more suggestions um, to add to Nikki's suggestion of what to do to essentially replenish your image uh, bank, send them through to 31702 or give us a call on 11 Because obviously, you know, clearly, Nikki, with all of these experiences that you're talking about, yes, you're getting out and about, you're getting out of your rut and routine, but there is a visual interaction, there's a tactile interaction, there's an auditory and olfactory interaction. There's just so much going on there um, that uh, just takes you beyond what you're used to experiencing in your confines of the usual schedule. Really, really, I really like that list that you've given us. But uh, before time runs out, uh, you have a toy review for us. Um, and today you've got, we're talking take five. Tell me more. Yes. This is a lovely game. Take five by Amigo Game. And I had such fun last night playing it with six people on holiday. And it really is one of those fast-paced games. It deals with mental arithmetic, but it's not difficult. So don't think, you know, it's (laughs) division and multiplication. It's more like subtraction. Um, (laughs) It's 374 rand. It's available on Loot. Raru and take a lot. So those are all online stores. Mm. And for players from eight and up, this is not for young children. And right through to adults. So we had 17-year-olds, 13-year-olds and adults playing last night. And unusually, this game can be played with between 10 and two people. So from two people, the smallest group, to up to 10. Not many games take 10 people. Mm, mm. So you can find us for review on NikkiBush.com. But it's about, and it, by the way, it comes with two full card games in one box. I'm only going to talk about take five, but take a number is in the same box. 
And the rules are quite simple. Um, We all have 10 cards. We put four cards down in a column and they've got numbers on them. And as we play our cards, we've got to add to the numbers that are already there and we've Mm -hmm. always got to put a number higher than what is in the the last card in the left-hand column. So everybody's getting rid of their cards quickly. There are rows that appear next to those columns of cards and then as soon as there are five cards, if you play a six card in a row, you pick up all the cards and on on that on those cards in that row, there are little bullheads, and those are your penalty points. And so all the cards you collect as penalties go into a pile, and there are 10 rounds, and at the end of the 10 rounds of everybody throwing away their cards, we count up the bullheads on the penalty pile cards, and the person obviously with the least penalties wins the game. Mm. And it's a quick game. 20 minutes, you set a target of, say, 20 or 66 or whatever it is of penalty points, the minute that somebody hits 66 penalty points or 20 penalty points, the game is over. Sounds like but fun. <laughs> so much really, is out of your really control, good, right? Fun. <laughs> really, really good fun. And once again, it, it's part of filling the well and stocking the pond because we laugh, we're doing number recognition, mental arithmetic, more than or less than subtraction, yeah sequencing, critical thinking, problem-solving, decision-making. There is a video on how to play this on NikkiBush.com, and it's really fun and definitely worth owning if you've got older children. Fantastic stuff. Nikki, enjoy the rest of your stay in Neisner. Really enjoyed that conversation about um, uh, filling your well and stocking the pond. Keep safe. We'll chat next weekend.